Welcome to the Let's Remember This podcast where we're taking time to slow down, sit down, and spend time in scripture. So wherever you're at, wherever you're listening, I encourage you grab a pen, grab your Bible, a notebook, and let's not only read scripture, but let's ask the Holy Spirit to speak and let's remember this. Happy Tuesday, friends. It is snowing in Wisconsin. I am so happy this morning. I woke up and it really felt like Christmas. Um, And it doesn't really change anything for me. Tuesdays are my day off. So no matter what, I was having a slow morning sipping my coffee, whether it was snowing or not. But something about the snow just made it so magical. And so I hope that you're also having a good morning and even thinking of yesterday of just that attitude of gratitude. I was just waking up today so grateful for even just the little things that can bring joy. Um, When I heard someone talking recently and it was so funny, they were talking about how sometimes, you know, it's like when we're in a healing process or a grieving process or we're walking through some hard things that then it can be hard for us to let in the little glimmers of joy and hope. Um, but I just want to encourage you today that no matter, you know, what season you're in, if it's hard, if it's painful, if you're grieving to just allow the little glimmers of hope to come, the little just glimmers of joy to come and receive it. Even if it is something like just being excited that there's snow and letting those joyful moments in, um, and celebrating it, being grateful for it. So today we are reading again, Galatians chapter four. I'm just going to hop right in. Um, verses 14 through 20 today. So wherever you're at, you know the drill. Take a deep breath. Say, Holy Spirit, would you speak to me? And let's listen. Verse 14 of Galatians chapter four says, but even though my condition tempted you to reject me, you did not despise me or turn me away. No, you took me in and cared for me as though I were an angel from God or even Christ Jesus himself. Where's that joyful and grateful spirit you felt then? I am sure you would have taken out your own eyes and given them to me if it had been possible. Have I now become your enemy because I am telling you the truth? Those false teachers are so eager to win your favor, but their intentions are not good. They are trying to shut you off from me so that you will pay attention only to them. If someone is eager to do good things for you, that's all right, but let them do it all the time, not just when I'm with you. Oh, my dear children, I feel as if I'm going through labor pains for you again, and they will continue until Christ is fully developed in your lives. I wish I were with you right now so I could change my tone, but at at this distance, I don't know how else to help you. Holy Spirit, would you come? Would you speak to us through these scriptures today? Help us to receive what you have. Help us to remember it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. The verse that we're focusing on today is 17. Those false teachers are so eager to win your favor, but their intentions are not good. They are trying to shut you off from me so that you will pay attention only to them. Verse 18 then says, if someone is eager to do good things for you, that's all right, but let them do it all the time, not just when I'm with you. Wow. I was thinking as I was reading this verse, the thought that kind of came to mind is how often do we try to avoid hard things or avoid pain? And by doing that, we neglect to realize that both things, both plans or both routes or ways that we're going to take can be painful. Um, It's just kind of the pick your poison type of thing. And thinking of that today when he's, Paul is expressing to them that, 
you know, these false teachers, like they want to win your favor. And then in verse 18, when he's saying like, it's fine if someone wants to do good for you, but let it be all the time, not just when I'm with you. And so he's kind of insinuating that, you know, they're trying to win them over. That word win, I find so fascinating. It's not just like, oh, they're trying to gain some favor with you. It's like they want to win. Like these false teachers, they want to have all of you. They want to be the ones that you follow, not the way of Jesus, not the way of Christ. And I think how often in our lives that we try to avoid hard things, we try to avoid pain. And so we do things like, okay, if we just make sure we always have enough money in in our bank accounts, if we just make sure that we always have you know, enough so that we can enjoy good food and enjoy good vacations and, and all of this. And you've probably heard it said where people say that the goal in life shouldn't be to work hard enough to earn really luxurious vacations, but to live a life that's paced in a way where you don't need vacations, but you just live from a place of rest and wholeness and find delight in the everyday. So then if you do get those vacations, it's a cherry on top. It's not the thing that you're looking to fulfill you. And maybe you felt like that in seasons where you're, you know, going so fast, so hard and, and then you, you know, take a week off and you realize that week is not going to be enough to get you through another year until you get another week off, but to continue to seek to to follow the way of Jesus, which is creating rhythms of Sabbath and rhythms of rest. And, you know, I speak to myself in this of, I have been working on keeping the Sabbath and practicing Sabbath and working on developing that routine in my life for maybe four years now. It has been a long, slow process because of our culture and the pace that we are sometimes demanded to go at. It has taken me years to get to a point where I'm consistently at least have a day off and now developing some of those rhythms and practices. But I don't want to get too far off in that direction today, but I was just really struck by that of this idea that they're trying to win you over. They're trying to completely shut you off from me so that you will pay no attention and only pay attention to them. And Paul is again making it clear. He's like, they're doing this just in front of me because they want to win. But in the end, like they're not going to do this all the time. They're not going to be able to fully sustain you or fulfill you the way that Jesus can when he's saying like, if they're going to do good, that's fine, but let it be all the time. And I was just really struck by that of even in my own life of how many times I try to set up my life so that I can avoid pain, but recognize that part of following Jesus includes dying to ourselves and death is painful. And so just because it's painful doesn't mean that it's not the way of Jesus. And in the end, we know as followers of Jesus that it's when we lose our lives that we find ourselves in Christ. And so maybe you've been in a season where you're you find yourself giving in to false teachers around us. And it might not be like, okay, a friend in your life that's trying to teach you to not follow Jesus. But think of what are those voices that you listen to, the false teachers of this world that are telling you, if I just have enough money, I'll be satisfied. If I just have a bigger home, I'd be satisfied. If I just finally was in a relationship, I'd be satisfied. If the relationship I'm in was finally like this, then then I'd be satisfied. What are those false teachers that you're listening to that are trying to win you over, that are trying to get you to ignore the message of the gospel, that are trying to get you to believe that there is a life that is void of pain and suffering. And I don't want to be a Debbie Downer today and, and say that, you know, that's not possible, but we recognize that on this side of eternity, there will be pain, there will be suffering, there will be moments of grief, but it's because we weren't created for this world. We were created for eternity in heaven with Jesus. 
And so there's a piece of us that will always be longing for Jesus, will always be longing for our eternal home. And so if you find yourself in a spot where you recognize, okay, what I'm doing is not working. Maybe you already are at a point where you have the job, you have the money, you have the family, you have the things that were supposed to bring you satisfaction and you're just realizing it's not. It's not working. It's not doing the thing that it was supposed to do. Then you're probably recognizing that only Jesus can do that and only following the way of Jesus can fully satisfy our desires, can fully satisfy our needs. And so I think what I was really hearing the Holy Spirit speak to me through this and the things that I want to remember is that there's always false teachers trying to win my favor, that there's always false narratives that the enemy is using to try and tell me that there's a better way, that there's something better than following Jesus, that there's something greater than following Jesus, that there's something that would truly satisfy me that's not Jesus. But I'm just so reminded today that it's only Jesus and that everything else is temporary. Everything else will fade away. The money, the wealth, the perfect skin from being able to afford nice facials. That's one thing I've been looking into for Christmas of treating myself to a facial. But even that, like it's going to fade away. Those things that we think, okay, are finally going to satisfy us. It's going to fade away. But Jesus, he won't. And that's what's going to truly satisfy us. So look at your life and think, are there ways that you've been giving into these false narratives, these false ideas that you think are going to bring you happiness? And if you're coming up empty, can I encourage you, keep going back to Jesus. Keep looking for ways to die to your flesh to make room for him to come. Keep going back to the word of God like you are right now by listening to this and letting his Holy Spirit come and speak to you and fill you and be the one to truly sustain you each and every day. I am going to remember to read the scriptures at the end again. Verse 14, it says, But even though my condition tempted you to reject me, you did not despise me or turn me away. No, you took me in and cared for me as though I were an angel from God or even Christ Jesus himself. Where is that joyful and grateful spirit you felt then? I am sure you would have taken out your own eyes and given them to me if it had been possible. Have I now become your enemy because I am telling you the truth? Those false teachers are so eager to win your favor, but their intentions are not good. They are trying to shut you off from me so that you will pay attention only to them. If someone is eager to do good things for you, that's all right, but let them do it all the time, not just when I'm with you. Oh, my dear children, I feel as if I'm going through labor pains for you again, and they will continue until Christ is fully developed in your lives. I wish I were with you right now so I could change my tone, but at this distance, I don't know how else to help you. Have a great day, friends. I'll see you tomorrow.